0: Hello, welcome to Okawa Book Club. We're your hosts. I'm Dylan. I'm John. And we're going to be discussing the teachings of Master Riho Okawa. Riho Okawa is a world teacher, master, and CEO of Happy Science Group. All right, so today we have another episode of our podcast The Descent of Japanese Father God, Ame no Yagami, the God of Creation in the Ancient Document. Hotsuma Stae by Riho Okawa. It's a book about ancient history, super ancient history. It's a book shrouded in myths and uh, ancient culture, but it points out the mysteries that we're facing in our present day that explain what kind of country Japan is, what kind of countries originated from that original spirit. So, the contents are uh, part one, the descent of Japanese father god, Aminomi Oyagami. And that's chapter one. Who is Ameno Then chapter two, the descent of Ameno tracing back the roots of the Japanese civilization. And there's a part two, with its own sections. So chapter one, the lecture on the descent of Amino Miyagami, which is the origin of the Japanese civilization, and chapter two, Q and A session. Exploring deeper into the secrets of Japan and the universe. So I'm going to turn it over to my partner, John, who's going to read the preface.
1: Thanks Dylan. The preface. You will probably find it a very mysterious book. This book, my 25th, 100th publication, might be the modern Hotsumo style. It teaches Japanese people that Japan's civilized history is not about 3,000 years long, but 30,000 years. And it also teaches that it was Japanese civilization that was passed down to the Eurasian continent and the Mu continent, contrary to the commonly accepted knowledge of today. Most importantly, it tells that the god of creation that should be described in the Japanese myths is the messiah called Amenomi Miyogami, who had come from the Andromeda galaxy. This is the first book in the world that describes how he had descended from the sky. Ame no is a spiritual being who is still shrouded in much mystery. But first, for now, I hope you can withstand this impact on your knowledge. From Ryo Okawa.
0: Thank you so much. So this book, for spiritual people, I think it's easier to grasp because they're already familiar that there's so many things out there that cannot be explained by history, modern science, modern intellectualism. And there's some people also who might be familiar with authors such as Graham Hancock or Zetriah Stitchin. But this goes way beyond that. This is essentially a 30,000 year history of the world that some people might use the word ancient aliens or these kind of ancient astronauts theory. But there's this idea that there was a intervention that took place around 30,000 years ago in what is now called Japan. And there was a giant being called Amino Miyagami who led his fleet to land in the uh, Japanese lands and seed the race and start a new population that was very culturally advanced, very religiously advanced. And that civilization spread around the world, east, west, everywhere. And we can understand through this spiritual interview series, the truth of the matter, as well as Master Okawa's own lecture about this topic so that we understand just what really happened. And it's going to be mind-blowing. So, um, just to ask you, John, how did you feel about this book, or anything that you took away that really blew your mind?
1: Yeah, uh, I was excited about this book, and a lot of it really blew my mind. so To tell you the truth, Dylan, and I think what you were just saying—you know, essentially—the only spiritual messages uh, can tell the truth about what isn't recorded in history. I think that's such a relevant point. Um, the origins of the Eurasian. Uh, early civilizations is something that is of personal interest to me, that I've studied a lot in terms of archaeology and Indo-Aryan groups that spread out into India and throughout Europe, um, China. But it's so fascinating to realize that this was actually rooted in Japan and rooted in this being no Miyogami, and how that actually went on to spread into China and Eurasia, which ultimately would have spread into Europe and India as well. So really, this is, if we consider our civilization at this point in time, this being uh, is not only a Japanese father god. I feel like he's a father god of the, most of the world. Yeah, exactly. Um, in terms of seeding civilization. So it's really fascinating. So th- yeah, that was just something that is mind-blowing. Uh, in fact, you know, 30 he specifically mentions 30,000 years ago. I, I just saw an article the other day that was saying that China 30,000 years ago they found archaeological evidence for an advanced civilization and this that's i suppose consistent with the contemporary ar- archaeological uh perspective and anthropological perspective which is that basically China was the origin of these uh you know Eurasian and, and Japanese culture and so on and so forth but the fact that this was stated before that discovery uh i think there's i think there's more work to do for the archaeologists yeah in I mean... terms of what yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, you can only dig up so many things. Soil is very erosive. And so these kind of spiritual teachings really show us the mysteries that took place before we even understood what was going on. And the Bible, it goes back maybe 6,500 years. And it said that in the library of Alexandria, there was a history of Atlantis from 12,000 years ago. And Plato discussed that. But, you know, we think that is super ancient. But that's even more than double as long 30,000 years ago, there was a uh, civilization that originated from what is now known as Japan, and it had spread around the world. And of course, if you've read the laws of the sun, you might be familiar to this kind of thinking. There were ancient races going back millions of years ago. But what makes this different, it was a uh, extraterrestrial intervention or almost like a, uh, a seeding of the population to develop them into something beyond what they were, beyond the primitive barbarian type of people into something very advanced. And that has now it's hard to distinguish what that led to. But what we can say clearly is this Bushido spirit, which exists at the heart of Japan, there's even a book called uh, Bushido, the Soul of Japan, which is a kind of famous book. But this Japanese samurai spirit originated from this. And we can very clearly find the cause and effect from this Aminomi intervention to lead the basis of the Japanese culture and civilization to spread this idea of the Bushido spirit or the samurai spirit. And I thought that's very fascinating
1: yeah likewise i think concepts such as like reverence for elders um, and and a sense of hierarchy a sense of order uh, in civilization the the practice of bowing all these things were introduced to humanity and and i think that they all in a certain sense you could see how these things did spread into other parts of the world so maybe not as bushido specifically but in just about any other culture, there is some sense of uh, reverence for hierarchy and so on, at least traditionally speaking.
0: Yeah. And yeah, this it's kind of like also like the creed of the warrior, which is the courage and also the respect that a warrior must have in order to uh, lay down their life for their uh, cause. And there's various theories about whether Japan was good or evil during World War II, but we can see glimpses within their conduct that show us the spirit of dying for one's country, or dying without holding on to one's life. And this might also be connected to this Bushido spirit, which has kind of been lost a little bit in the modern era, where everyone is concerned about prolonging their life as long as possible. And there's not really this idea that your life is meaningful if you do something for a noble cause. It's kind of fading away a little bit, and I think that's unfortunate. Which is why there is a new movie that's coming out, and it's coming out very soon. It is called The Cherry Bushido, and you can find it throughout North America in certain major cities. And the uh, website for the movie is cherrybushidomovie.com. But yeah, we're really looking forward to spreading that movie and uh, letting people know what is true justice, what is true bravery, and how to lay down one's life for one's country. I think it's a very uh, needed cause in
1: today's world. Yeah, it's absolutely relevant. Uh, I think for all people throughout the world right now, uh, when especially at a time when you know nationalism has almost become kind of taboo, uh, you know, it's it's considered something unhealthy to care for your own, which is yeah, definitely a little absurd, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, within this concept of you know good and evil, there's this idea that your actions can be you know there could be a good nationalism there could be a bad nationalism it depends on what you're fighting for and what your uh your conduct is and the respect you have for the enemy as well but uh going back to this book there's this idea that so there's these spaceships right that came in they saw mount fuji which is very obvious to see from outer space it's uh, maybe the biggest thing in Asia, I don't know, maybe besides Everest, but there's this giant mountain, Mount Fuji, and so it acts as a kind of good landing spot. And so these ships descended down near Mount Fuji, and from that uh, prefecture started this advanced cultural civilization, which spread all the way even to like Jerusalem or even throughout the Eurasian landmass and really intervened in what those people were doing and brought them this newfound culture and uh, dignity that uh, advanced human race to a higher level than it was before. And I just, as I keep trying to wrap my mind around it, I just think how fascinating that really is.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I mean, and speaking of trying to wrap your mind around things, um, you know, some of the book, uh, Ame no starts to speak, you know, there, there's sort of some exploration of like what, Type of being he really is, mm-hmm. and so it gets into this idea of like the universe being so much vaster than any of us can actually even comprehend, uh, especially while we're in human form. And it speaks a little bit about Vishnu, uh, who is a very significant god in India, and he says something to the along the lines that Vishnu is like a cousin at some point. And so there's a, a saying. In terms of Vishnu, that when Vishnu sleeps, like takes a nap, there are universes that are like drops of water and there's countless amounts of them and they appear and disappear uh, just in those few minutes that he's taking a nap, which Mm -hmm. shows the span of a being like him. And he says Vishnu is just like a small part of that. So, you know, when we consider the infinite (laughs) universes uh, and that sort of infinitely unfolding mandala effect, it's really incredible. Mind-blowing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah and sorry just to change it up a little bit I just thought of something you know that's very uh, fascinating which is this spirit which you talked about that went into India it also went into China and right now there's this huge rivalry between China and Japan that's been going on for a long time and right now there's this like current I don't know like this uh, rivalry between history where China brags that our civilization is 10,000 years old whereas Japan you're only 3,000 years old. And uh, you came from Chinese and Korean people who traveled across the Sea of Japan and basically started to live there. But this flips the theory completely on its head. It's saying that human history is way longer than that. And actually, you know, most of the time, the Japanese is now called Japanese. You know, this Amino Miyagami group of uh, space people that started to live on this planet went the other way. They went uh, west into China and they brought this culture and there's actually this god in uh, Chinese mythology and their ethnic religion who's called Pangu or Pangol and this is known as the uh, primordial being of creation who separated heaven and earth and became geographic features such as mountains and rivers. So it was like a giant who uh, they said came out of a cosmic egg, but he brought this culture to China and his body was buried and they said his bones became, you know, what later became humanity. And I thought that was fascinating, but I think what it's kind of behind the myth it's getting to is that the teachings of this super ancient being spread throughout China. And what are those teachings? It's actually told in chapter two, uh, part three, there are seven teachings which are characteristic of Aminomi Oyagami, Manners, the difference between heaven and earth, harmony between men and women, holding ceremonies at various turning points in life, ritual prayers and festivals, the heart of respect, believing and learning, and order and harmony. So uh, we can see that these are very fundamental concepts that are in the uh, Eastern sphere. And they have an origin point. They have a distinct point where they came into this world. And it came from this being that the Chinese call Pangu, uh, Japanese call Ami no Miyoyagami. And this is very fascinating stuff to me.
1: Yeah, me too. Uh, You know, and and while you were saying that, I was thinking about how, like, this idea of a sky god or a father god is really prevalent uh, in a lot of Eurasian culture. I mean, Mongolia had something similar, certainly... Yeah, pretty much any culture you could think of, Greece with Zeus, I mean, Mm. and it's probably all coming from this common source, uh, which it's amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, if you see something flying from the sky and it's uh, super amazing, there's no Help but to think it's a god right. coming to descend, even if it is an extraterrestrial right. who has a very holy uh, atmosphere around him. And it's very tall. Yeah, that's right. There's so much to get into here, but I think it's up to the readers to really understand this very amazing content by going in and reading it very carefully because it's, it's almost never-ending. But to get back to the afterword of this book, which I think summarizes it very well. It says, The literal meaning of the name Ameno Miyoyagami is Heavenly Father and the Creator. His story will not be complete by this book alone. My other books describe how Ameno Miyagami is at the origin of Bushido, which is the samurai spirit of Japan, and sometimes of other countries. In any case, his existence explains why Japan was chosen as the birthplace of El Cantare, justice, propriety, order, and harmony. Such words come out of Aminomi one after another. Over 30 years ago, I used to think that China's Confucianism influenced the teachings of Japanese Shinto. However, it is more correct to understand that Confucianism was influenced by the teachings of Aminomi Oyegami, but failed to incorporate his spiritual thoughts. Whatever the case, I believe that blowing away the dark clouds of today's China is also the mission of happy science." Riho Okawa. So this, uh, again, amazing book, is you can find it on Amazon.com or uh, learn more at okawabooks.com. It's very fascinating, so I hope you pick it up. It was great talking to you again, John. Likewise, though. In these trying times, stay happy, healthy, and positive.